Good morning, I'm Jeremy Melanson, and this is your NBA Daily Recap for Thursday, February 7th. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Recap underscore NBA. This podcast is a part of the Pulse Podcast Network. Check out our free app with all the shows from across the network available in your app store. We have NBA content as well as NFL, WWE, fantasy sports, and pop culture pods. That's the Pulse Podcast Network, keeping your finger on the pulse. All right, guys, if you're looking for a trade deadline recap, um, I did a separate podcast yesterday just for that, just recapping trade deadlines because it was about 15 uh, or 18 minutes on its own. So, uh, yeah, I went over all the trades from yesterday and all the buyout candidates and uh, some potential landing spots and that sort of thing. So uh, if that's what you're into uh, or looking for, go check that out uh, from yesterday. It was an emergency pod I dropped uh, late in the day after the trade deadline. All right, um, <clears throat> just a quick announcement. Today is the 31st consecutive day of recording the podcast, and I'm happy to announce that we have gone over 1,000 downloads, total downloads. So um, for the first month of a brand new podcast, I feel like that's a really great start, um, and we're just going to try to continue to grow this thing. But uh, as far as uh, as this goes so far, I'm, I'm extremely happy, and I'm very thankful for everybody that's uh, that's tuning in and downloading the episodes, and even those who told me they've subscribed, but they don't listen. That's fine, too. It all helps. Thanks a lot, everybody. I appreciate it. Um, so we should be in line to start adding some sponsorships here in the, in the not-too-distant future, as long as we keep these strong numbers up. So uh, here, here's to us. Let's, uh, let's continue that one. All right. So they picked the all-star teams last night. And uh, I won't get into it too much. I'm going to do an all-star pod closer to the weekend. But uh, it was a little bit of news, I guess. Um, with this first selection of the draft, Kevin, uh, Kevin Durant was selected by LeBron. Um, maybe you remember last year, uh, LeBron selected Durant as well, and um, they closed out Curry in the corner in the dying seconds, trapped him and, and uh, to, to seal the game. So uh, also, um, it's pretty obvious LeBron picked all the guys who are potentially free agents this summer. Um, it like, wasn't even close. Like He went for all of them. Uh, Kevin Durant was the first one. He also selected, selected Kyrie with his second pick. Um, he picked Kawhi Leonard, of course, and uh, then he picked James Harden to round out his starters, and uh, after that, his first pick of the bench was Anthony Davis, duh. Um, Ernie Johnson was the, the moderator. He asked uh, LeBron, it, it, would you like to have Anthony Davis as your teammate? And LeBron said, well, of course I would, and they laughed, and then Giannis said, isn't that tampering? <laughs> it was quite funny. Um, so after that, he selected Clay Thompson, another potential free agent. Um, LeBron also selected Dame Lillard, Russell Westbrook, Aldridge, Carl Anthony Towns, Bradley Beal, and then, of course, Dwayne Wade with the legend selection. And on Team Giannis, he picked Curry with his first pick, and then Joel Embiid, Paul George, Kemba Walker, Chris Middleton, Nikola Jokic, Ben Simmons, Blake Griffin, D'Angelo Russell, Nikola Vucevic, Kyle Lowry, and Dirk Nowitzki. So, uh, I don't know, on the surface to me, like, when I looked at it last night, I thought, wow, these are like, this is team talent versus team we work like outwork you, you know what I mean? The guys who, they're all talented, but uh, I don't know. That's just my gut feeling on that. But it's also about uh, LeBron and uh, his free agent selections that he made in this one. All right, so we'll look at the games that were on, and there were six of them, but uh, at least half of these were blowouts. So uh, there isn't too, too much to talk about. A lot of guys were missing last night. Teams were missing a lot of players. So anyway, the first one we'll look at was the suddenly depleted Clippers, and they went up against the red-hot Indiana Pacers in Indiana. Um, the Pacers dropped 71 on them in the first half after putting up 69 first-half points in their last game against the Lakers, that blowout. Um, and that was pretty much it. The, the, the Pacers walked all over them. 
the Clippers were undermanned. Uh, there was a couple more bat sightings in this one. They had to stop the game twice for bats flying around. Uh, final was the, for this one was 116-92. to 92. Indiana took the victory. Uh, Miles Turner had 17 points. He also had four steals and six blocks. Wow. Boyan Bogdanovich had 29 points with seven rebounds. And Thad Young had 14 points, five rebounds, four assists, and five steals. Corey Joseph had 13 points, nine rebounds, and six assists. And Darren Collison had 14 points with five assists. From the Clippers side of the game, Montrez Harrell started at center. He had 19 points. He also had two steals and two blocks. Gallinari returned to the lineup. He had 12 points, five rebounds, and a couple of blocks. Jonathan Motley had 10 points and seven rebounds off the bench. And Lou Williams chipped in 10 points as well. This Clippers team suddenly went from being a, a strong roster from top to bottom to being not that strong at all. Uh, we might see some more blowouts in their future. Next game we're going to look at was uh, Minnesota in Orlando to play the Magic. And Isaiah Cannon, uh, in his ten, on his 10-day contract, scored early in the second to put Minnesota up by one, and they didn't lead again for the rest of the game. Uh, Terrence Ross had a great night after getting through what was probably a, a pretty nervous day for him. He probably assumed he was going to be traded, or at least there was a good chance of it. Ross finished the game with 32 points in this one, and uh, he also had five rebounds. Vucevic had 21 points with 10 boards and two blocks. Aaron Gordon had 19 with six points and five or six boards, sorry, and five rebounds. And Evan Fournier had 18. From the Minnesota side of the game, Andrew Wiggins had 23 points, nine boards, three steals, and two blocks. Carl Anthony Towns had 27 and 11 with five assists. Dario Saric, uh, second game of him playing well, 17 and eight. He only had 21 minutes in this one, but 17 and eight are good numbers. Josh Okogi had 13 points with three steals. Isaiah Cannon had 13 points with six assists, and Taj Gibson had 10 points with four rebounds. Next one we'll look at was another blowout. The Toronto Raptors at the Atlanta Hawks. And uh, the Raptors only had nine players for this one after all their trades on, on deadline day. Um, Atlanta tried to take advantage closing out the first quarter with an 11-point lead. And they pushed the lead to actually 66-49 in the second quarter. And then the Raptors went nuts on them. Siakam and Van Vliet used it as an opportunity to set some career highs. Uh, the Raptors held Atlanta to 17 points in the third and then 16 points in the fourth. The Hawks only put up 33 second-half points after putting up 67 in the first half, and the Raptors walked all over them. 119-101 in Atlanta as well. Pascal Siakam, as I said, career-high 33 points. He also had 14 rebounds. Fred, Fred Van Vliet had a career-high 30 points, 5 rebounds, 6 assists. Kyle Lowry had 13 with 13 assists and 8 rebounds. Serge Ibaka had 12-5. and five. Danny Green had 12-4, and four. and Norm Powell had 11. For the Hawks, Trey Young had 19-5-5. Five John Collins had a 12 and 12 double double. Torian Prince had 19 points, and Dwayne Dimon had 10 points. Vince Carter chipped in nine against his former team, one of his many, many former teams. Next one was also a blowout. <clears throat> Excuse me, the Memphis Grizzlies in OKC. And uh, Memphis actually won the first quarter and took a two point lead into halftime in this one before the Thunder outscored them 66 42 in the second half of the game. Russell Westbrook triple-doubled for the eighth straight game, the longest of his career, and he's one short of Wilt Chamberlain's NBA record of nine, which was set in 1968. Big record for Russ. Record chasing Russ. Can you imagine what? <laughs> he gets accused of stat padding, obviously, but can you imagine the next game? <clears throat> the next two games, actually, when he tries to tie Wilt and then tries to pass Wilt. <laughs> this could be really funny. Uh, his triple-double in this one was 15 points, 15 assists, 13 rebounds, and he also had four steals. It's a pretty strong line. 
Paul George had 27, 5, and 4 with four steals of his own. Steven Adams had 11 points and six boards. Um, Jeremy Grant had 20 points. Dennis Schroeder had 16, and Terrence Ferguson had 10 from the Memphis side of the game. Uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. had 27 and 7. Ivan Rabb got the start again, 15 and 9 for him with two blocks. Mike Conley had 15 points and 7 assists, and probably a big breath of fresh uh, relief. Um, Bruno Caboclo on the second 10-day contract had 16 points and 5 rebounds for the Grizzlies. Final, did I mention the final score of this one? I don't think I did. It was 117.95 for OKC, in OKC. The next one we'll look at was, the, spoiler alert, this was a great game, actually, and a close game down to the wire. Um, if you're somebody who goes to go, likes to go back, I know we have European listeners who... Uh, who uh, go back the next day and watch the games because they're, they happen overnight for them. So uh, I like to throw out the spoiler and let them know. And, uh, yeah, so Lakers in Boston. In Boston, you might want to go check this one out. It was a great game. Uh, now we'll get going. The Lakers come in after that 42-point uh, loss in Indiana the other day, um, and, and a day in which the whole roster must have been quite on edge. But, uh, you know, once that deadline passes, I bet you it's a lot of guys that feel a lot better. Um, anyway, the Celtics took a six-point lead after the first quarter and then increased it to nine by halftime. But the Lakers stormed back out to the tune of a 42-27 third quarter. The game went down to the wire, and on the final possession, uh, Brandon Ingram drove and attempted a reverse layup that was blocked by Al Horford. Um, Horford tried to tip the ball away from the basket, and it went into the arms of Tyson Chandler and Marcus Morris, who both tried reaching for it. Chandler, with the longer arms, was able to get a piece of it and knock it out a little bit further. The ball landed in the hands of Rondo, who sank a buzzer beater, at the uh, sorry, sank a jumper at the buzzer, 20 feet out from the hoop, and that gave and, and, and as the buzzer went, it went through the hoop. That was it. Like this was the last seconds of the game, and that was it. Gave the Lakers the victory at the Garden, 129-128. The King had a triple double, only the third Laker to do it in Boston. Um, was Magic and Worthy or Elgin Baylor? I forget who it was. Anyway, LeBron had 28, 12, and 12. Rajon Rondo, 17 points, 10 assists, and 7 rebounds. Kyle Kuzma had 25. Ingram had 11 and 7 assists. Uh, JaVale McGee, 17 and 8 boards. Lance Stevenson had 14, and KCP had 17. From the Celtics, Kyrie Irving, 24, 7 and 8. Jason Tatum had 22, 10 and 5. Terry Rozier had 19, uh, 6 assists, and 4 rebounds. Daniel Tice had 20 and 6. Al Horford had 12 and 7. And Jalen Brown had 18 points off the bench. Next one, we will look at the last game of the night. San Antonio Spurs were at Portland to play the Blazers. The Blazers took... uh, That doesn't make sense, whatever I wrote there. The Blazers took one the second quarter. The Blazers won the second quarter by 16 to build themselves a lead in this one. And then they spent the rest of the game fighting the Spurs off. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. The Blazers led by as many as 21 early in the third, but the Spurs rallied to tie it at 88 before the end of the period. The Blazers led 96-90 going into the final period and extended that to 108-97 when Lillard found McCollum in the corner for three with seven and a half minutes to go. And uh, with just over two minutes left, Rodney Hood's three gave the Blazers a 125-110 lead, and that was enough to uh, keep them away on this one. Rodney Hood was acquired by the Blazers on Sunday and made his debut in this one. He finished with 14 points, and the Blazers got the victory 127 to 118. Uh, let's see, Hood also had three rebounds to go with those 14 points. CJ McCollum had 30 points with nine boards, two blocks, and two steals. Dame Lillard, 24 points, nine assists, and five steals. Yusuf Nurkic, 22 and six with a couple of blocks. Al Farouk Amino had 11 and eight. Jake Lehman had 13 points, and that's good for the Blazers. 
from the Spurs side of the game. DeMar DeRozan, 35, 6, and 6. Rudy Gay had 25. LaMarcus Aldridge had 17 and 10. And Bryn Forbes had 11. And that was the six games from last night. Um, we'll get into the games for tonight quickly. There are eight games on this Friday night. And the first one is Cleveland at Washington. Washington is favored by disgusting 10 points. And Kevin Love is questionable. He may make his return. He's played just, uh, what, four games or something at the beginning of the year? And he's been out since. Probably, you know, sitting out waiting for the deadline to pass, honestly. They probably were trying to trade him. But we might get him back for this one. The New York Knicks are at Detroit. Um, they just played last week, and the Pistons pumped them, and I guarantee they're going to do it again. This one's in Detroit, and the Pistons are favored by 8.5. Ish Smith is probable to go. Denver is at Philadelphia. We don't have a total or over-under for this one. Joel Embiid is questionable. Uh, Paul Millsap's questionable for the Nuggets. J.J. Reddick's probable to return for the Sixers, and Amir Johnson's probable as well. Uh, no word if they'll get their... Uh, Tobias Harris and Boban yet. Uh, we'll have to wait and see for that one, I think. Let's see. Uh, yeah, I don't see anything about them, so we'll just have to wait and check them guys out. All right, next game is the Chicago Bulls at Brooklyn. Brooklyn's favored by 8.5. Otto Porter's questionable to make his de uh, Bulls debut, and Zach Levine is probable for this one. Next one we'll look at, Milwaukee is at Dallas. Milwaukee's favored by eight. Uh, George Hill's probable. Giannis is probable. But Luka is questionable for this one. Luka Mania, uh, eight o'clock start time. Golden State Warriors at Phoenix. And Devin Booker is questionable for Phoenix. There is no spread or total yet for this one. I guess because of Devin Booker, but uh, does it matter? <laughs> I wouldn't think, but it must. They know more than I do. Minnesota is in New Orleans, and there's also no spread or total for this one. Jeff Teague is questionable. Um, he was questionable last night. Uh, Minnesota's on a back-to-back, -back, um, but he didn't end up playing. Derrick Rose is questionable to return as well. Jared Bayless, who has been the starting point guard, is questionable as well. Anthony Davis is probable. Um, New Orleans uh, said yesterday that they're going to play him for the rest of the year. Um, now, how hard they play him, they may not play him big minutes. They may not play him back-to-backs. It's hard to say, really, but uh, they're going to play him. And Etwan Moore is also questionable for the Pelicans. Not as exciting. Last game of the night. Uh, Miami Heat are in Sacramento to play the Kings, and the Kings are favored by two and a half. And Harrison Barnes is probable to make his Kings debut, as well as Alec Burks, who are both traded to the team. All right, that'll do it for today, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Shout out to the Pulse Podcast Network. Have a great day.